Hey everyone, welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I'm your host, Scott. I am sorry for the delay in this content. It was meant to come out on Friday, but due to unforeseen circumstances and situations that I could not foresee, I had to push this back a couple of times to now be released on Monday when the album just came out over the weekend, and I feel horrible about that. But come on, you know, by Liam Gallagher is out now. It is the third LP by the British rock star Liam Gallagher, formerly of Oasis of BDI. This man has been known to make quite the ruckus on Instagram, Twitter, wherever he finds he can shoot shit, shoot the shit and just kind of say whatever he wants because he's willing to be free about it and not care. Um, this album, I will also be doing along with the second album that came out as well on the same day, Down by the River Times, live, by Liam Gallagher. They both technically came out today, like on the same day, but this one was released, like this was done back in December of 2020, and this one was a live stream he did, but I'll do that as well. I'll do this one and I'll do the rest of it all. I'll do it all. I'll do them all both back to back. But come on, you know, starts with a choral procession, not even procession, but like amazing work of, uh, more power. It starts off really nicely. Very interesting to say the least because I didn't expect to hear what I heard out of it. And it was very well done. It just, the lyricism is good and all. The It just feels like a very odd sounding song to come out of him. But it also sounds like something that his brother Noel would do, of all things, with his High Flying Birds group. But that's not a bad thing, to say the least. The second song on this album... Diamond in the Dark, this one felt like a Liam Gallagher, almost like a BDI song, but this actually felt like a true starter. This, like the previous song that was to start the album, felt a little off kilter, but again, this is him. Like, this is Liam Gallagher doing his thing, doing whatever he thinks is right, and it, it works. It works out to his benefit, and I thought this one was really good. I wish it was a single, but sometimes the best singles are actually on the album itself. Like, they might be released later on, I've noticed, with some artists. Like, yeah, I think this is going to be a really fucking good song. It's going to be a single. It's going to be awesome. And sometimes it doesn't even get to be that, you know? It never gets to become that at all, and it's just shocking. But, anyways, as I'm getting back to it, Don't Go Halfway was another solid one on this album. And was one of the ones I didn't like a whole lot when I first heard this album. Because I've heard it a couple times this weekend now. Um, I didn't find it the greatest. I felt like Diamond in the Dark was a definite like single version, I think. Or a good single overall. But I gotta say, come on, you know. This one, really, the title track, really picks up speed and makes it like amazing. It just... <clears throat> energized. And it has an effect that just doesn't make sense sometimes. Like, this album is one of those ones that shouldn't really I don't know like it shouldn't be an album that works but it does and this album came out just this weekend and overall I'm just surprised on how it sounds like it just it doesn't um it doesn't try and scream at you like it needs to be seen and you know what like I'm happy this came out his last album that came out Back in 2019, Why Me, Why Not? That was a solid one, too, I thought. This one was also just as good, if I'm honest. This one was not horrible. 
This one felt like a really, really good setup. A lot of the songs on here were, if I recall correctly, some of them were actually written along with, um, well, most of them were been written by Liam Gallagher for the most part, but um, it was not meant to be. It was with, um, who was his name? Um, Andrew Wyatt. He's done a lot of work with him. Same with Michael T. J. and um, Emil Hanye. But Everything's Electric was co-written by Greg Kirsten, who produced it, Dave Grohl, and Frederick Kunath. That was one of my favorites on this one. It was not meant to be, and Too Good for Giving Up or Solid, don't get me wrong. But this one is where I feel like there's a lot of really intensity that doesn't... It works well for what it needs to be, and it just works. Like, it just... Holy, I love that. Like, this is the first single he released, Everything's Electric. And I remember hearing it numerous times, and I'm thinking to myself, this is his single? This is it's just as heavy as Wall of Glass intense. And I like that about Wall of Glass on As You Were. The next song, World's in Need, was written just by him. It was produced by Andrew Wyatt. This was a, this is a decent one, I thought. Moscow Rules was kind of, huh? I don't know what was the meaning about that song overall, but it was definitely one that, um, which is interesting. But I know when he was talking about the album back in October, he announced that he, uh, he stated the song More Power is dedicated to his brother, Noel, calling it a naughty little tune, but lovely. The cover is a, like the cover on the album is a cover, photograph of fans of the pit and at one of his shows, and it even shows him the background in there, too, which is kind of nice. But I got to say, this is so far a pretty good album. This definitely works out to its benefit. Moscow Rules, I don't really like a whole lot, but it does work well. I'm Free is a solid one. A little explicit, though, but still good. And it really adds intensity to this album that really didn't need it, but it works out well. Um, Better Days is all right, but Oh Sweet Children, the one that really ends this album, was I thought Better Days was going to be the ender, and I thought the other the other three songs that are on the box edition were going to be the ones that ended it overall. But they work. Oh Sweet Children, I liked. Not so much, but The Joker, which was not what you think by Steve Miller. It's not a cover. It's an original song. I absolutely joy the living hell out of and it was solid it just it worked to its benefit and the last one wave i gotta say i never expected this song to be that good and it works out very well done to what it needs to be and it just it works and it just they all kind of work in a way that doesn't make sense but this song overall just worked this album was a was I don't know what to describe it as. I don't know if I want to call it a cacophony uh, mixture of everything, but it was very um, energetic. It had moments of being very energized and just not wanting to give a solid fuck of what you thought at all. And it, just, it works to its, to, to its benefit that way in so many levels. And it just, it doesn't want to though. And it shouldn't, but it does. I can definitely say the couple of songs like Come On You Know, and everything's electric. I've been hearing almost nonstop on the radio, it feels like. And I've got to say, I don't listen to the radio often, but there's been times where I just pop it on. And I'm hearing these songs, I'm like, hell yes! Especially the last, like, the like every, especially everything's electric. I could definitely say, with the last two tracks, which are on the deluxe edition, The Joker and Wave, I liked Wave. Wave was nice. I, I thought it was a nice way to end it. I know the Japanese have an extra bonus track. But that's them, you know what I mean? I'm not really mad that they get that. But I gotta say, Everything's Electric is one of my favorites on this one. 
as well as Worlds in Need, I'm Free, and Oh Sweet Children. Oh Sweet Children, like, even Better Days is another one I like, too. But I gotta say, a lot of these albums, like, a lot of this work is just amazing. Now, if I'm gonna give this album a rating, because I know this is a bit of a short review, it feels like, I'm gonna give it, because mm, it is lengthy. Liam did a lot of work on this one. This was a 45-minute 40 album, if you don't add the bonus tracks, which add another six minutes. I would say this for an album that's nearly an hour, I gotta say, it has maybe one, two, three, four, five, six songs out of 12. Half are good, half are not so good. But if I add the other two, six out of 14, mm, little middling, if I'm honest. This was an album I was kind of waiting for for some time. And I do know for a fact that this album wasn't disappointing, but it could do some with some effort. The next album I will be doing back to back, which is Live at the River, Down by the River Times. That one I don't know much about. I know I'm going to be listening to it right after this one. But this album for me, I'm sorry, but this is part one of two. And I got to say, this was kind of disappointing. This is an album I was waiting for. I pre-ordered it. I'm thinking this is going to be great. But this is a half, this is a half, I don't know, maybe I'm really not enjoying a lot of the songs on here. But I know I am, and a lot of them just don't feel like they fit the the ideology that he was going for. More Power is good, but it's not my favorite out of all the ones that are on here. I can definitely say, if I had to rate this, I have to give this album, I hate to say it, a 4 out of 10. This wasn't... An absolute banger for me. This one I'll listen to every now and then. I might come back to it and do a redux. But right now, this one just didn't fit the prerogative for me. It just didn't work. I, I wanted to do more. And it just didn't um, do what I wanted. And it just... That bugs me, man. I don't know. Like, it just doesn't work for me at all. And it just... It shouldn't do that to me. But it does. And it just... Uh, I don't know, man. I gotta give it maybe a 4.5, 5 out of 10, really. And it's just, I hate to say that is what I'm giving it, but I'm giving it that, and I'm sorry. I'm giving this album a 5 out of 10. Ah, shit. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, overall, I have to give this album a 5 out of 10. I'm sorry, Liam, but this wasn't what I wanted out of your albums. I'm sorry, my friend. But your last two that were solid, your studio-wise, were great. I loved them, and I absolutely can say I loved them, and I love them. I can listen to them again and again. This one, I'm probably going to go back to a few songs. I'm not going to go back to all the songs like I don't really do with these other ones. But this one, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know what isn't working for me right now. I don't I don't get it. Like, I've never had this issue with a lot of... Like, I know a lot of Noel stuff was kind of difficult in his, first, in his third album, Who Built the Mood for Me, but it wasn't like I couldn't listen to this all in its entirety. This one is making me choose songs I'm going to listen to. Like, I'm going to choose albums, like, songs to listen to off this album, and I don't want to do that. This album I thought was going to be an 8 out of 10. It's half that. It's a 4 or even a 5 out of 10. It's... It's disappointing. 
I'm sorry, but this album for me was very disappointing to listen to. It it has its moments of being great and amazing. I mean, let's take a look at who what uh, everyone else is saying. Clash, Gigwise, and Metacritic are giving it like 75 out, out of 100, 7 out of 10, 8 out of 10. The Independent gives it 4 out of 5. NME gives it 4 out of 5. Rolling Stone gives it 4 out of 5. Classic Rock Mag gives it 4 out of 5. A lot of these people are giving it 4 out of 5. I might be in the middle. Maybe I'm just not. Like, I just, I think there's a lot of attitude in it that's hard to resist. The band is great on it. The riffs are amazing, but it just, I don't know, man. It just, it's one of those albums. I have to give it a four and a half, maybe five out of ten. I, I'm, I'm giving it a solid five out of ten. I'm sorry. This, I wanted a lot more out of. Maybe I wanted more, but then again, I might feel jaded now. And maybe my review later on, if I do make another re-review of this, might be even better. I don't know. But I do know there's some, some very good songs on this album that I will not um, be disappointed by. And I'll probably listen to it again and again. So yeah, five out of ten kind of middling and it kind of disappoints me but that is what it is you know what i mean i can't do much about that but that's okay i do know that i will be listening to the next album back to back from this and i'll probably give my thoughts on that one and see how that one compares so for now this is only part one of two of this album review series for liam gallagher so until next episode which is very shortly this is scott signing out and transmission hey everyone welcome back this is part two of episodes from the like uh, cure music from the curator share sorry i'm having a bit of a day i'm not really thinking straight <laughs> there's a lot of things going on lately still as you probably heard from the previous episode but today i'm doing two episodes back to back this one is down on the river times live by liam gallagher Sorry about that. I did not mean to do that out loud, but I needed to because there were some things going on in my nose. But whatever, I got them out. Whatever. Anyways. This album I've been kind of waiting for for some time. I didn't know if it was going to be a thing that ever did come out at all because it was made on my birthday in 2020, technically. It didn't come out until this year. And a lot of the stuff that he's released on this release except for all you're dreaming of are all old classics in a sense you got hello from oasis from what story morning glory you got wild glass from his debut you have halo from why me why not you got shockwave from why me why not you got rock you got columbia from definitely maybe another oasis track you got fade away you got a bunch of tracks that are live all from the ten- river times on this barge that are really well done and i think the best song on here even this is a short review, I'm going to say, because I'm not going to go through them all track by track because this is a live album. I don't feel like going through a live album is going to be a good idea, but you know what? I'm giving you the decency of like, tell, like telling you what I think about, these, like, about this album and then some. I got to say, All You're Dreaming Of is great live, I think, personally, on this one. Uh, the River from Why Me, Why Not actually sounds even better being played live on the River Thames. Because I feel like when he's talking about, like, I've been waiting for you to come down by the river. Like, I don't know if he's talking about the river Manchester or not. I'm not too certain. So I'm trying to think, is there one in, like, is there one in the middle of Manchester that goes through, like, maybe, 
Maybe he's talking about the the ship canal, maybe? <clears throat> maybe not. I don't know what he's actually talking about when he's talking about Manchester. I'm try like if he's talking about the river. I don't know if he's talking about the canal that goes through there or is he talking about the river Thames? What is he talking about exactly? Because it doesn't really specify which one he's actually talking about because it could actually be that canal or it could be the river Mercy or it could actually be um Something else altogether. I'm only thinking of what it could be because he is from Manchester, so I'm thinking he could be he, he could be talking about that one, or he could be talking about <clears throat> the River Severn or whatever. I don't know what exactly he's talking about in the song, but I do think it might be the River Thames. It might not be. I don't really know. I'm not gonna assume anything, but if it is the River Thames, cool, because that's where he is right now on the River Thames. So he might on the Tame, whatever you want to call it, the River Thames, River Thames, the Tame River. He could be talking about the River Tame. I don't know if he is or not. It's not something that I know for a fact, but I can't say whatever he's on about in that song is still cool to this day to me. And honestly, it's just one of those things. Anyways, like, this album is good. I think it's well done for its production. Why Me, Why Not, the title track from his second album, is pretty solid on this one, too. Columbia is also a solid one to listen to. This was, like, what I call the first, uh, I'd call it, uh, I guess a bit of a break song, you could say, because it kind of makes it think, okay, there's going to be a bit of a break going on, but I, you don't really know for a fact if, it, if that's going to be the case or not. But either way, it works out well for what it's trying to do. And I gotta say, this was a little bit, like, to have two albums back-to-back -back was really nice to hear and to come back from. And I honestly, I liked it. It was very nice to see two albums back-to-back. -back. And for me, I liked it. I liked having two albums to listen to this entire weekend and come back-to-back -back with. And it's just like, I liked it. It was nice to see. And this album, even if it's a live album, I don't normally review live albums normally. If there's some songs that are live or what have you, I'll talk about them. But I don't really want to go through all these 15 tracks and talk about them back to back to back to back. Supersonic, Morning Glory, Once, The River, Greedy Soul, Shockwave, Hello and Wall of Glass. All amazing, well done. All You're Dreaming Of, also a classic. I'm happy I heard it in the studio version as well as the live version. And I like both. If I had to choose either or for that song itself, I would choose the live version on the River Times. Over the one in the studio. Because this song, I don't know what was going on. It might have just been a song that he didn't release on Come On You Know. Which I was kind of hoping for. I was hoping to see it on this album. But I guess it's just a single that was a throwaway. Because I know it's not on Why Me, Why Not. <clears throat> which, if I'm honest, it might be on his next one. I don't know what he's doing with it. It might have just been a single, uh, just a song that he wanted to just release for the sake of releasing it. Which, cool. I don't mind. I don't mind listening to it. It's a nice rendition of a song that's enjoyable to listen to it, even if it's in its demo phase when i first heard it it's still nice to hear it overall and i could definitely say i'll probably be listening to it again and again <clears throat> but overall this album was better than come on you know i feel like maybe i'm a little jaded or cynical whatever you want to call it 
but I didn't find this album good. And I know for a fact his MTV Unplugged album that came out in 2020 at Hall City Hall that was done in 2019, that was fantastic. That was a good performance. I didn't review that one because I wasn't wanting to review music at that time. And I have to say, as I've done it for a year and some change now, this is a good album. I have to say this is a good album. It's a lot of live performances, but so what? It sounds better than it does at a stadium or anything like that. There's no, there's no cheering, number one. So you can actually hear the performance from the band and everyone else so much better than you could at a, a live performance, I feel like. And this is technically a live album. And again, it was live streamed. So you know a lot of people were probably listening to it and enjoying the living hell out of it and just clapping their hands and going, whoa, or what have you, at the top of their lungs at their home or wherever they were watching it at. Because... No one was really allowed to actually see it performed live, I don't think. It was done on a live stream. Like, you couldn't really go down to the River Thames and actually see him perform it, maybe. I don't know how the situation was going, because it was done during the pandemic. And right now, we're still in the midst of the pandemic. And I have to say, for a live album, this was great. If I'm going to give this album a rating, I'm going to give it a solid 7 out of 10. I don't want to give it any more than it needs, any more justice that it needs. And I have to say, this is a good album. This is a 7 out of 10. More than, come on, you know, I, again, might do a Redux later on and listen to it again and see what I think. I might not even do, I might do a re- review on my Facebook page for this at the at Music from the Career Share slash Midnight Movie Confessionals. If you look for it on Facebook, you'll find it. Or I might tweet it at, at Dry Lil if you want to follow me on there. And it'll be a good time, I feel like. You just have to listen to it and give yourself a good thought on both. If you like both, tell me so. I'll have a poll on the spot on the Spotify Q&A for this, I think it is on Spotify. I think, I don't know. I will do that there. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you all are having an amazing time. I will see you all very soon. Until next time, this is Scott signing out and transmission. <laughs>